Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to SaskAg Today with your host, Ryan Young. Hey everyone, good afternoon and welcome to SaskAg Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. Here's what we got on today's show. I just got back from the Insinger pasture from this morning. Uh, actually, in fact, I got back about, what was it, 25 minutes ago or so. So cutting her a little bit closer than uh, I would have uh, would have liked. But uh, you know what? It was a great trip. Great trip there. Great trip back. Had a great time uh, with the folks over at the pasture. Uh, giving them coffee and donuts, courtesy of Tim Hortons and a host of other sponsors. Elsewhere on the show, we got the weekly cattle market update with Fonda Froats, provincial cattle specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, and a Saskatchewan-based company focusing on providing sustainable and clean biomass fuel wants to buy flax straw from producers. So more on that right off the top. You're listening to Saskag today on 620 CKRM. This is Saskag Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director, Ryan Young. Saskag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Farm Fresh Water, fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. A Saskatchewan-based company that focuses on providing sustainable and clean prairie-based biomass fuel wants to buy flax straw from producers. CEO of Prairie Clean Energy Mark Cooper says they're buying between 6,000 to 54,000 tons of flax straw at a time within a 100-kilometer radius around Regina and a 75-kilometer radius around Gilbert Plains, Manitoba. It's part of their plan to scale up production of flax pellets. Yeah, so we're leasing a facility here in Regina and we're just waiting for the equipment to arrive from manufacturers. And so we're anticipating that the facility will be operational somewhere between April and June, exact timing to be determined, but uh, for sure uh, by the end of the first half of the year. And uh, it'll be processing approximately three tons per hour to start, which is um, kind of the starting volume that we'll be, we'll be operating there. And then that volume will expand over time. Uh, and so the straw we're buying now will be used to help supply that facility until next harvest, um, you know, October, November next year. He says he says buying flax straw has been easy so far. Uh, the purchasing has been going well. I think we're at about 80% of the target uh, right now that's been committed and uh, looking to continue, especially to grow that in the Regina area. And uh, yeah, we've been very pleased with the response that we've been getting from producers as they've heard, you know, our radio ads and seen some of our online advertising and uh, would encourage any producers out there who have flax straw or that they aren't doing anything with it. They'd like to sell it. We'd be uh, we'd be happy to buy it if they're within 100 kilometers of Regina. Cooper says it comes at a time when countries are seeking alternative sources of energy, including biomass. 
For example, Europe and Asia have been using biomass energy to transition away from coal. A common biomass fuel is wood, but there is a growing shortage of harvested wood globally. And so more and more clients are looking for a new sustainable sources of biomass. And, and the next evolution of that is going to be agricultural straw. And flax straw, there's so much of it here in, in Saskatchewan and across the prairies. Uh, most of it is being burned in the fields. And our thought was, hey, instead of doing that, let's pay the, pay the farmers for the straw. Let's convert it into these pellets and let's sell it to clients around the world who want to use it to get off of their dependence on coal and fossil fuels. And so there's a strong energy market around the world for that. So we're selling in those markets and we're also selling into secondary markets like animal bedding, especially horse bedding in the U.S., where uh, the Amish community and others have strong horse populations and are looking for innovative and sustainable bedding solutions for them. And so we have uh, markets both overseas and, and domestically. Prairie Clean Energy does business in Canada and the U.S., but are also expanding abroad. And we have um, future sales contracts for sales into the United Kingdom and into Japan. Um, there's other opportunities to sell into other countries in Europe, uh, but right now our sales are in Canada and in the U.S. with those contracts in Japan and in uh, the U.K. He says none of this will be possible without lots of support. Yeah, Prairie Energy has been very uh, fortunate and, and deliberate in terms of building a, a business model that isn't dependent on government support or government subsidies, but has been successful in uh, receiving it. So. Uh, the provincial government through the Saskatchewan Advantage Innovation Fund, um, the federal government through the Mining Innovation Commercialization Accelerator, uh, both have invested uh, in research and development and product development for Prairie Clean Energy. And uh, that's unlocked you know, our ability to prove out our business model, to test and, and make pellets and to begin to patent our, our technology as well. And so uh, all of those things have been, have been really essential. And, you know, Saskatchewan is such a unique a uniquely positioned spot. There really isn't any other place on earth that we could do what we do other than right here. And uh, we're very fortunate to have the strong support of our, our local, provincial, and federal governments. Producers who want to sell their flax straw to Prairie Clean Energy can contact them by email at info at prairiecleanenergy.com, call 1-306-910-3529, or visit their website, prairiecleanenergy.com. You're listening to Sask Ag Today. Coming up next is the weekly cattle market update. We're back with Sask Ag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Prairie 6 Inch. For Prairie 6 Inch eaves trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6 Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesTrough.ca And Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit GrowMoreProfit.com. Saskatchewan cattle prices lost a little more momentum this past week, according to the latest cattle market update issued by Canfax. Provincial cattle specialist Fonda Froth says both feeder steer and heifer prices were lower compared to the previous week. Feeder steer prices ranged from 512.64 for the three to 400 pound category to 305.50 for the 900 plus pound category. Weight category prices were primarily down over the prior week with the exception of the three to 400 weight and seven to 800 weight steers with prices improving just 58 cents and 40 cents per hundred weight respectively over the previous week. The largest price decline was in the eight to 900 pound Steers with an average decline of 974 per hundred weight. 
and average prices for Saskatchewan feeder heifers range from 413.75 per hundredweight for the 3 to 400 pound category to 287 for the 800 plus pound category. Prices declined across all but one of the weight categories with the largest decline being an average of 1339 per hundredweight and that was in the 3 to 400 weight heifers. The 7 to 800 pound category increased 117 per hundredweight, ending the week at an average of 309.25 per hundredweight. Similar to last week, she says prices were on a seasonal decline as a result of more cattle entering the market. As expected, there is more pressure on the heifer prices, and that's mostly due to higher volumes of heifers on offer and the higher cost of gain associated with feeding heifers. Still, this is a really strong feeder cattle market. Uh, Lower beef production forecasts for 2024 are a positive contributing factor. A small decrease in the number of cattle sold at auction in the province was noted by Canfax. The volume of Saskatchewan feeder cattle sold at auction decreased the week ending October 13th, with Canfax reporting 21,941 heads sold compared to 23,704 the previous week. Froat says Alberta-fed steer prices were up compared to the previous week. The price for Alberta-fed steers averaged 233.70 for the week of October 13th, which is 40 cents per hundredweight above the previous week. And prices for Alberta cows reported on October 13th were up compared to October 6th. D2 cows increased on average 182 per hundredweight from the previous week to average 132.43. D3 cows were up 311 per hundredweight over the prior week and the week averaging 121.33 per hundredweight. That's Fonda Froats, Provincial Cattle Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, providing the cattle market update for the week ending October 13th. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. Coming up is AgReview. You're tuned in to Saskag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integratire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integratire dealers. Residents of a Manitoba town are mourning the loss of its historic grain elevator. The Saint-Jean-Baptiste elevator, which opened in August 1951 with a 40,000 bushel capacity and underwent multiple renovations during its lifetime, burned down this weekend. Firefighters received information around 3 o'clock Saturday morning that a fire had started at the elevator that employed 13 people. The facility was full of grain at the time of the fire. Eight fire departments and up to 100 firefighters responded to the call. Prairie communities have lost multiple grain elevators in recent years. In December of 2022, for example, a fire destroyed an elevator in Bentley, Alberta. And Saskatchewan communities lost grain elevators in November 2016 and November 2017. The managed money net short position in Ice Futures canola contracts continued to grow in early October as speculators liquidated long positions and put on new shorts. That's according to the latest Commitments of Traders report from the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission. As of October 10th, 
The net managed money short position in canola futures came in at 61,744 contracts, an increase of about 16,000 contracts from the previous week and the largest net short position in four months. Open interest in the canola market dipped by 6,914 contracts from the previous week at 305,322 contracts. At the Chicago Board of Trade, fund traders flipped to a net short position on soybeans for the first time since March of 2020, moving from a net long of nearly 2,400 contracts to a net short of around 3,200 contracts. A Winnipeg investment firm with ownership stakes in Canadian manufacturing and airlines has bought a Saskatchewan company that makes heating and drying systems for grain growers and other sectors. Exchange Income Corporation, or EIC, has announced it has bought dry air manufacturing of St. Brew for about $60 million in cash and EIC stock. Dry air, in business since 1994, produces hydronic central heating and drying systems, that is, systems that use circulating fluids for heating or cooling, for applications such as construction site heating, ground thawing and concrete curing, among others. The company's grain drying system uses a hydronic central heating unit to distribute heated fluid to sets of portable coils, which heat the intake air to be fed into grain bins via aeration fans. Dry air systems have been similarly used in commercial processing, such as drying dehydrated alfalfa pellets. Brazil's government has told ranchers and farmers to stop setting fire to the Amazon rainforest, as clouds of dense grey smoke make the air increasingly unbreathable in the northern city of Manaus. It's threatening sanctions if they do burn areas of land. The world's largest rainforest is facing a historical drought worsened by the El Nino weather phenomenon. Rainfall below average is increasing the polluting effects of the region's annual burning season. This is the time of year when fires tend to spike in the Amazon as rains subside, making it easier for ranchers and farmers who use fires to clear land, raise cattle, and grow commercial crops. According to the Brazilian government, 60 of the 62 cities in northern Amazonas state have declared a state of emergency because of drought and wildfires, and the month of October is expected to be challenging. Emirati agribusiness Al Dara is in talks to acquire more agricultural land in Egypt in a deal that could reduce Cairo's dependence on imports of staple crops, but also reignite water use concerns. The sources did not say how close a deal might be, but the investment could potentially involve hundreds of millions of badly needed dollars to reclaim desert and grow key crops such as wheat and corn. Aldara, half owned by Abu Dhabi Sovereign Wealth Fund ADQ, is in talks via its subsidiary Aldara Egypt with the Egyptian military's National Service Projects Organization to buy land in southern Egypt, but is also considering other areas. One said a deal could involve the acquisition of 210,000 hectares in phases, either through a purchase or long-term lease agreement. The second source indicated around half that quantity of land. And that's today's Ag Review. 
I'm Doug Falconer. It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, mainly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers. Winds from the southeast at 20 kilometers an hour, then turning to the west at the same velocity this afternoon, high of 20 degrees. Tonight, mainly cloudy. Winds from the northwest at 30 gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, a low of 7. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy. Northwest wind at 30 gusting to 50 kilometers an hour before becoming light. High of 13, the low 3 degrees. Thursday, sunny, high of 20, the low 5 Friday, sunny, high of 17, the low 5 degrees once again. Sunny on Saturday, high of 14, the low 1 degree. Part the cloudy for Sunday, high of 10, 1 degree is the low. Monday, part the cloudy, 9 degrees is the high. Normal highs for the period are 10 degrees, normal lows minus 4. Sun rose at 724 this morning. Sun will set at 6.03 p.m. Taking a look around the province, in Estevan and Weyburn, 15, Swift Current, 17, Saskatoon, 14 degrees, Yorkton is at 16. The warm spot is in Moose Jaw at 21.4, cool spot in the province is in Collins Bay at 2.2 degrees. In Regina, a mainly cloudy sky, south wind only at 4 kilometers an hour, humidity at 59%, temperature 14 degrees or 57 Fahrenheit, Barometric pressure at 100.4 and falling. Down the road in Moose Jaw, part the cloudy. West wind at 41 to 55 kilometers an hour. Temperature 21 degrees. Again in Regina, mainly cloudy. South wind at 4. Temperature 14 degrees. Back in a moment. Catch up with all your egg news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskag today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience, mcdougalauction.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Sustainability and animal welfare are key components of raising chickens on larger farms in Saskatchewan. Tiffany Martinka and her husband Lane are broiler producers in the St. Benedict area, about 120 kilometers northeast of Saskatoon. Tiffany was a guest on the latest edition of the Canadian Food Focus podcast called Ask a Farmer. The barns have already been cleaned, disinfected. Straw is chopped and spread evenly throughout the barn. It is a wide open barn. There are no cages. Chicks have free run of our barn. There are feed lines and water lines hanging from the ceiling of the barn that come down to ground level so the chicks can easily have access to clean food and water 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The chicks arrive on farm very soon after hatching. They are all less than 24 hours old. I even say they're probably less than 12 hours old. And we're fitting roughly 45,000 chicks in each barn. And that number can change depending on the weight we are growing our chicks to. 
we grow to 2.32 kg and we do that in 34 days. The reason we can grow them so quickly and efficiently is because of the genetics of the chick as well as the high quality feed we are feeding them. We work with a feed nutritionist to ensure that they're growing the best possible way that they can. The birds are monitored on a very regular basis. We check these barns every day, twice a day. We ensure that they are growing and thriving. The barns are also heated quite warm when they arrive, 34, 35 degrees Celsius when they arrive. And then that temperature is lowered as they get bigger and they're producing more heat themselves. They're growing for 34 days. At 34 days, our chickens are then shipped out in the night. And the reason it's in the night is because it's nice and dark and the chickens sit nice and still. When the chicken picking crew come in to pick them, they literally just pick them up and they are loaded into the semi-truck. The entire farm is outfitted with various types of technology. There are sensors on our feed bins, sensors on our feed and water lines, our heating system, and it's all computerized. And that goes to our phone so that we can see at any given time of day, how our chickens are doing out there. Caring for animals is a 24-7 job. You're always on call. And sometimes the barn might be calling at 3 a.m. with an alarm that is saying you got to go out and check something because something is not quite right. So having that technology has been such a lifesaver when it comes to being able to care for our chickens. Tiffany Martinka was a guest on the latest edition of the Ask a Farmer podcast, produced by Canadian Food Focus. You're listening to Saskag today. Up next is my road trip to the Insinger pasture. You're tuned in to Saskag today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskag today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Looked at Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The third installment of the 620 CKRM Ranch Roundup took us to the Insinger Pasture. This was my chat with the president of the Insinger Community Pasture, Stuart Redekop, and pasture manager, Kevin Harverluck. We've got about 1,800 females that run from 50 different patrons here. Uh, it's been, we've run it now for four years as uh, after the government got rid of all the community pastures. So we had some stumbling blocks along the way, but we've got a really good group and it's a good pasture. Everybody's happy with what we've got going on. And from what I understand, uh, it's a pretty big-sized uh, pasture around here. Yeah, there's seventeen. Yeah, it's seventeen thousand acres. All right. And uh, how's the season been uh, so far? How would you guys uh, describe it? Uh, it's been a normal, I guess, grazing season. We started off really wet. We grew lots of grass in May and June, and uh, kind of while well, it was hot there in July, and things kind of. Round off a bit, we got some rain in August and it refreshed everything and yeah, we got lots of carryover, cows are coming out in good shape and herd health kind of similar to every other year. Awesome, and uh, what would you guys say is your favorite part about working around here? 
Oh, just being outdoors and working with cattle, I guess. And, and everybody says, well, don't you get bored doing this job year after year? I've been doing this for 30 some years. And every day is kind of a new day. Something happens kind of differently every day. It ain't the uh, same kind of thing every day. Awesome. And I uh, just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on uh, the cattle prices as well. You know, they've been uh, going up and they've been uh, high for a little while. And it kind of sounds like around the rumor mill that they'll uh, stay high for a little while. Yeah, hopefully. It's nice to see them actually being worth what they should be now. Hopefully they stay there. Just the cost of everything else has gone up and all the inputs for the cows and everything too is high. So we need them to stay there to keep moving on like this. All right. And just talking a little bit about uh, today uh, when we pulled up, uh, were you guys just in the process of moving some cattle around or? Yeah, we were sending out one of our Charlet fields, so we had about 220 pair in here, and then a couple other groups went as well, so we're probably putting about 300 adults through our facility today and, and probably 250 calves. Is that uh, kind of uh, typical numbers in terms of uh, how many cattle you move around, or is it more in good years? Or? Um, we kind of stay consistent at our, our grand total, but uh, this is one of our bigger fields, a Charlet field. So, yeah, we had five different producers in here. So it's one of our biggest fields in the pasture by far. Perfect. Anything else you guys wanted to add? Thanks for coming out and doing this. It's nice to nice to see this again. I know it was done years ago, so... Also, a thank you to the following sponsors for helping us out. Tim Hortons, Heartland Livestock Moose Jaw, Agriculture in the Classroom, Nick's Service, Linex, Kelvington Stockyards, Wolf Industries, Double R Auctions, Heartland Livestock Yorkton, Shepherd Realty, Mac Auction Company, and Redverse Ag. Up next is today's market update. You're listening to Saskag today on 620 CKRM. Here's the market update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola is down $1.70 at $6.76.92. Number one red spring wheat is up three dollars and fifteen cents to three thirty four thirty six. The rest were unchanged. Durham four eighty nine twenty three. Feed barley two seventy seven fifty eight. Chickpeas ten thirty six seventeen. Flax six eleven fifty four. Lentils seven eighty fifty. Oats two eighty nine thirty two. Yellow peas three ninety nine eighty nine. And feed wheat two thirty five forty six. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is up one and a half cents at seven dollars and twenty-seven and a quarter cents a bushel. Coming up is the livestock report. The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan, six twenty CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock eight four two forty five seventy four. Now, here are the latest quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 17th. Our last regular sale was on October 11th. There wasn't much change. 
D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.31 to $1.49. D3 cows sold from $1.20 to $1.30. Counter cows sold from $1 to $1.10. Heiferet sold from $2.20 to $2.46. And Good Butcher Bowl sold from $1.43 to $1.65. We had a pre-sorted Angus calf sale here on Monday. 300 to 400 pounds steers averaged $4.98 and sold up to $5.18. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $4.70 and sold up to $4.82. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $4.28 and sold up to $4.82. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $4.03 and sold up to $4.24. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $3.85 and sold up to $3.94. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $3.74 and sold up to $3.80. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $3.66 and sold up to $3.80. And 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $3.49 and sold up to $3.65. Heifers were 45 to 50 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were two loads of 430-pound black steers at $4.80 a pound, two loads of 500-pound black steers at $4.23 a pound, a load of 550-pound black steers at $3.93 a pound, a load of 600-pound black steers at $3.79 a pound, a load of 650-pound black steers at $3.74 a pound, and a group of 700-pound black steers at $3.65 a pound. This is and Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. The latest pork prices are at $199.67 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the resource report brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Inflation resumed its decline in September after rising in the summer. Statistics Canada says the annual inflation rate slowed to 3.8% last month, down from 4% in August. StatsCan says prices for a range of goods and services increased more slowly, including durable goods and grocery prices. Grocery prices were up 5.8% in September on an annual basis, compared with a year-over-year increase of 6.9% in August. The agency says the main upward inflationary pressures were mortgage interest costs, rent, food purchase from restaurants, gasoline, and electricity. This latest report comes a week before the Bank of Canada's next interest rate announcement, an updated forecast for inflation. On the markets, the TSX is up 59 points at 19,680. The Dow is down 79 points to 33,905. Oil is down 19 cents at $85.07 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 73.20 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand Saskag Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Tuesday's edition of Saskag Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.